mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Today on CityCast Pittsburgh. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my home. You know the song. Styx's 1979 hit Renegade is a power ballad for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I always sort of figured it was sort of a time filler, like a way to amp up the crowd, definitely. But I had no idea how we started using it, that other teams are envious of it, or that it may actually help us win. In fact, I put beer money on it being a complete waste of time. And I was wrong. It's Thursday, September 1st. I'm Megan Harris, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. Okay, so back in January, I was out to dinner with friends and a couple people at the table had just been to a Steelers game. A few of us got to talking about the team's rally song, Renegade, and whether it affected anything on the field. I did not think it mattered, and I was not alone. Here's my buddy Mark and my partner Jeremy. What's wrong with black and yellow? I completely reject the hypothesis that Professional athletes in a stadium are scared by a song by sticks. Please. We don't need it. We don't need Renegade when we're up against the Browns on the last game of the year, but it's being deployed anyway. And that's what got me frustrated and interested in this question about if it was deployed more strategically, could it be effective? And I hope the answer is yes. Okay, Andy, your turn. What was your hypothesis going into this? Yeah, I was absolutely convinced that Renegade absolutely works. That, yeah, I'm with Andrew Conti, the director of Point Park Center for Media Innovation. You know, usually when somebody is ranting over cocktails at a dinner party to friends, they're not doing it directly to someone like you with the power to apply multiple academic departments into proving someone wrong. Yeah, I love how like this bar bet of, you know, me saying Renegade <laughs> definitely works and everybody else saying, no, it, it couldn't possibly work. Um, yeah, I came back to work the next day and I was like, we got to figure this out. I emailed the math professor and was like, you know, do you want to do a research project? And he's like, sure, what is it? He didn't know anything. He doesn't really know anything about football either, but we started the project and he was like, he was really into the math side of it. Well, yeah, so this is your ball game, as they say. So uh, tell us exactly how you and this math professor then got started trying to figure out whether a stick song actually affects a Steelers game. Yeah, so like I said, I was at, at the Steelers game. I saw, you know, the, they played the song. The crowd went crazy, as it always does. People always go crazy when they play Renegade at the Steelers game. And then the very next play, the other team fumbled. And I was like, that's Renegade. You thought that that was going to be true of every use of the song? Oh, I think it is true. Yeah, I think Renegade always impacts the game. That's uh, I don't know. You know, as a Steelers fan, it's like you watch how the song gets the fans riled up and then you see how the fans get the players riled up. And to me, I was absolutely convinced that it would have an impact. And, um, you know, so many people didn't. Even whenever we, you know, I talked to the Steelers at one point and they were like... Yeah, because they had to participate in this, right? Like they offered, I assume, a degree of data that you guys were then able to play with? Yeah, we got some help from them about when the uh, timestamps were, whenever whenever Renegade plays. So they're very specific rules about when Renegade plays. It has to be in... Ooh. It's usually the fourth quarter 
but it's always in the second half. It's after uh, it's when the defense is on the field and it has to be during a two minute timeout. So the Steelers can't just play <laughs> renegade whenever they want. There are all these rules for it. Um, is the TV timeout thing because they don't want to pay for the license to use the song during a commercial? <laughs> yeah. I think it's because of the length of the song. You know, they what they usually do is they have they play the song and then they always have a video montage that is tailored to that week's game. Are those montages actually unique? I'm not a season ticket holder. I've just been to occasional games. Yeah, they they change them every week for the team that oh, they're wow. playing against. So those were the rules. And you studied 15 years of data, I think. So let's just get this over with. Tell the people what you and your students yeah. figured out about Renegade. Yeah. So the findings were that the that the Steelers hold a lead or gain the lead uh, most of the time after Renegade plays. But the one statistic that really stood out to me was that the opposing team is seven times more likely to fumble after Renegade plays. So it's still only 7%, but it's a huge difference from a statistical standpoint. It was a, a big statistical difference that the other teams, you can just sort of, I, I, as a fan, I don't know, when you're there, you're looking at it and you're, <laughs> especially if the team is not from the AFC North, you know, they're from somewhere else and they only get, maybe they've never heard Renegade in the stadium before. Or they've never had this experience. And you kind of watch the players. Like, I feel like they get a little deflated and then the play starts. And, and at the same time, the Steelers, Defensive players are going crazy and the play starts and then, you know, the ball kind of pops loose and, you know, so it has a little bit of an impact. So let's dig into your findings. Um, Dante Washington is a senior sports communication student at Point Park who worked on this project. Dante, I understand you had a hand in proving me wrong. So were you familiar with Renegade before all this? In a way, it was odd because I, I love watching sports. I watch sports all my life, but I never really paid attention to Renegade that much. But once they told me how I got the song, it was a pretty cool story. And it, I know it was about like we were like down bad to the Browns in 2002, I believe. And after they played that song, we just like rallied back and came back. So I think the story itself was really cool. But overall, I wasn't too familiar with the song myself. Wait, Dante, were you alive in 2002? I was two years old. <laughs> that burns. Um, but with the data itself, you know, with the Steelers and the league involved, was it easy enough to get a hold of? Yeah, so it's really interesting the way the NFL works these days. Every single play is – there's a, a database that's just available on the internet that includes every single play. And so we once we got the timestamps for when Renegade played in the games – we went back and looked to see what happened on the first drive after Renegade played and what happened on the first play after Renegade played. And then um, we also looked at, you know, what was the outcome of the game after Renegade? Dante, what do you think? No regrets about your role making me eat crow over here? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Are you glad you were able to participate in this project? Um, I guess it was just a really nice experience because I always wanted to do something with sports work in a sports organization. So to be able to do work with uh, the Steelers side by side while I'm still in college was a pretty amazing experience for me myself, knowing that I gave them information or help with a project that I gave them information on that can help them win a game possibly. And I could also like determine the outcome of their season was amazing feeling for me. So just overall, I just, I just think it was a really good project. So. And it's funny, we talked to, um, I talked to some sports uh, information guys, guys who, you know, are professional, you know, 
administrative guys in, in sports. And they were like, we wish we had something like Renegade because it's not easy to just create that. You can't just have a song and make it a Renegade. You have to, it has to grow organically like it did here. And, um, and the other funny thing is that a lot of people have been saying, if you look on some of the fan boards, they're like, Renegade's stupid. You know, it's been around for so long. It's 20 years old. Um, you know, come up with a new song. But within the, you know, the stadium guys, they're like, no, Renegade is special. And we really got to honor it. And I think now that the data is there to show that it has an impact, hopefully, you know, fans and players will all get behind it. So, Andy, I guess we knew where you stood before, but were you surprised at all by the findings, at least like what you were able to dig up? I, I was. As much as I believed that Renegade had an impact, <laughs> it still was surprising to me that when we got the data back and I, and I kept myself divorced from the data because, you know, we had a bar bet on this. I didn't want to influence the outcome. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. But um, <laughs> yeah, when I finally saw it and, um, you know, especially the fumble statistic to me, that's it's really interesting that, you know, that's something you can really point to and, and hang your hat on. Yeah, there's definitely some research bias here, I think. <laughs> <laughs> No, no research bias. You know, uh, I think my other beef with this song, in addition to, I guess, previously believing that it did not work, is that I think they play it too often. Um, like, why do we need a rally song if we're already winning? Um, did the Steelers say anything about that? Yeah, th- th- it's a really big deal. You know, this is something that fans expect. You know, and a lot of Steeler fans, like, they might only go to one Steelers game in their life and sort of like a big deal you know they come from from out of town and they're here for a Steelers game and they want to hear Renegade you know it's important that's part of that experience because they heard about it before yeah because they heard about it it's a you know it's part of that experience you you can't come to town and, and not have a permani sandwich or ride the incline you know it's it's part of one of those things wow Renegade is important as the inclines oh my god um okay well uh I, I, I still hear disbelief in your voice <laughs> Setting. <laughs> Do you need to say it? Do you want to say it that you told us so? I yeah. I, all right. I told you so. <laughs> uh, Andrew Conti is the director of the Point Park Center for Media Innovation, and absolutely the wrong person to make a bar bet with after work. Uh, thanks for sharing this one with us. Yeah. Thank you. A little more news before you go. After 15 years in office, city controller Michael Lamb says he's not running for re-election. He's still got a year to serve, and he says he'll spend that time focused on getting the city's land bank off the ground and getting more financial support from some of the city's larger nonprofits. Lamb did not say what's next for him, but party watchers have noted that County Executive Rich Fitzgerald's term is up next year. Democrat Erin McClellan announced her candidacy for Fitz's office earlier this week. A light rail car caught fire yesterday at the South Hills Village Station. It had six passengers on it at the time, and thankfully no one was injured. Pittsburgh Regional Transit says the fire was sparked by some overhead power lines. And the sister bridges are getting a literal glow up. The Roberto Clemente, Andy Warhol, and Rachel Carson bridges are each getting outfitted with thousands of multi-spectrum LED lights on their towers and suspension cables. All in, it's expected to cost $6 million and be finished by next December. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. 
If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend, rate us, leave us a review, subscribe to that morning newsletter, and don't make any bets to friends with access to a full-time communications team. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. We'll see y'all then. Now that you're playing it as part of the story, everybody will be singing in their head the rest of the day. Earworms for everybody.